We've never seen Minas Tirith looking so festive. After watching the great city of Gondor survive its embattled state not once but twice, before and after the events at Pelennor Fields, it is decidedly a treat to stroll this town now that it is covered in flowers and banners and general merriment. The midsummer sky is clear. From the battlements high above the fields below, I can take in a clear view of what's ahead. Ithilien is there across the water, verdant as ever. Turning south is Harad, the Sunlands, once and future ally of Gondor. Far, far away on the other side of Mordor's ruin and the Easterlings. Back north away's many days' journey is the Shire where all of this began. Don't the great tales never end? I wonder. And so do many of us. So let's wonder together and think about what comes next for the Lord of the Rings online. You are listening to Beneath Your Feet. I got an email just recently from a YouTuber named Bjorman. He proposed an episode about what's next for Lotro when we discussed a collaboration. This is the result. His thoughts on the subject are a bit different from mine, so be sure to look up Bjorman and see what he has to say on the subject. His video is also linked below. And as for myself, I think the story is coming back to the Fellowship. The wedding at Midsummer is the last time we checked in on the crew and the last time we joined in any stories related directly to the text itself. Prior to that and after, we've scoured Mordor from the Black Gates to Mokal Rook, we've investigated the mysteries of Minas Morgul in the aftermath of the Great Battle, and bested foes from the past. We've helped out Bjornings and Zelruka and Elves and, most recently, reclaimed Gundabad alongside a united army of dwarves. Not since the fields of Cormalan and the wedding have we participated in the events of the text. It also seems sensible to me that the developers would move towards wrapping up the book so we are free and clear to truly go where we want to with Lotro, into the Fourth Age and the many adventures awaiting us there. Even if we just make it past the scouring of the Shire, which we'll discuss more shortly, there is a two-year lull in the story between that important skirmish and the final chapter of the book where our friends visit the Grey Havens, some never to return. The wrench in my little plan, however, is that time is irrelevant here. I'm referring, of course, to the fact that the way our adventures play out in The Lord of the Rings Online doesn't always fit tidily into the carefully constructed timeline of the books. Tolkien took painstaking time and effort to ensure that the events of, say, Frodo and Sam lined up correctly with what was going on far away in Gondor with Aragorn and the rest of the team. We needn't worry about such taxing chronology in The Lord of the Rings Online. Our adventurers have slipped in and out of every big event of the late Third Age, somehow able to say hello to the major players all along the way. Consider the fact that the War of the Ring ended in March 3019. Midsummer and the wedding would be June. In that short span of time, we, the players, have helped to stabilize Mordor, including Minas Morgul, traveled all throughout Mirkwood and the Vales of Anduin, resisted an encroaching Easterling army far away in the Iron Hills, and assisted in the prosecution of a war between orcs and dwarves in Gundabad and Elderslade. Possible? Sure. Probable? Nah. If memory serves, the development team itself has invoked a pause button rule, wherein the fictional flow of time ceases, 
we players move in and around it on whatever grand treks the game has cooked up for us. Anyways, here I am in Minas Tirith, right about midsummer with birds in the air and marriage in the collective imagination of Gondor. Shortly hereafter, the Fellowship and their friends will leave Minas Tirith, and it's my assumption that we will follow. And as I said, we adventurers seem to always find a way to shoehorn ourselves into the happenings of the great years. When the next chapter from Return of the King, Many Partings, comes to life, I have to imagine that we will be there. The events of that bit take the Fellowship, the House of Elrond, the Galathrene, and the Rohirrim all the way from Minas Tirith to the Shire, with many stops along the great distance. Our way would take us through Gondor Reborn as the reunited kingdom, where towns rebuild after the Great War and adapt to having a king after generations of stewardship. This is the road I'm heading down now. Round the Beacon Hills I go into Rohan, and the falls of Rauros hum in the distance, and the remains of the conflict that swept through this land are visible at every bend in the path. Should we come this way in the future, our first stop would have to be Edoras to bid farewell to Aemer King, Eowyn, Faramir, and the late Theoden. The mounds of Munberg quietly remember all the kings of old, and Theoden will join their honored ranks. And then I follow the road along the White Mountains and through the West Emnet, passing Helm's Deep and crossing the Gap of Rohan to see what's become of Isengard. The Lord of the Rings Online already makes liberal use of layers and phases for different parts of the world that change over time. Part of my reasoning for many partings being the next leg of our journey is that it would provide an excellent opportunity to put such tech to use. Being able to see these areas, such as the Gap of Rohan, and yet another phase of time, free from the terrible imagery of war and recovered to a world without a Dark Lord, would be a real treat for an expansion and would expound upon the themes of closure begun in the epic story, Volume 5, with the wedding at Midsummer. And we're better to enjoy a new perspective on a beloved locale than the South Farthing, but I get ahead of myself. In summary, the rest of Many Partings leads us through Dunland, another amazing and underappreciated zone. What will Dunland look like free from the influence of the White Hand? It's here also that we get a foretaste of what's to come, Catching up to Saruman and Wormtongue along the road before the Galathrim and Eregion, take the Redhorn Pass over the mountains back to Lothlorien. And then it's on to Rivendell for a good rest. Such a journey makes for excellent episodic content, which the game has done before. Think about Volume 3, where we traverse Eriador to gather the Grey Company and then journey with them southwards into Isengard and Rohan. Covering great distances has been done before and with masterful storytelling. It could be a great lead-up to a kind of finale in the South Farthing. The recent release of Yondershire has set up for us the events of the Scouring. Lotho is there with his brigand friends, buying up land and paying off bounders. Fatty Bulger has even set himself up as a kind of rebel leader to resist the coming authoritarian regime led by Lotho and Sharky and their thugs. It's true, Lotro is playing the long game. They've set up story bits and not cashed them in for many years, so just because the Yondershire is teasing at the latter chapters of the book doesn't mean we're headed there anytime soon, but just imagine it. 
The South Farthing, after the Battle of Bywater, is a hub of activity with news of the return of Peregrine Took and Mariadoc Brandybuck in full armor and a good couple of inches taller. Normally subdued hobbits are up in arms against their big folk oppressors, and who should at the exact right moment arrive from the Greenway? Why, us players, of course. The rest is an epic book of mythic proportions, leading a rebel campaign against the remnants of Sharky's army, reclaiming the Shire and exploring the great lost South Farthing all along the way. We may even get a Hobbit premium neighborhood out of it, as the devs have hinted that this is the next target for their continued housing updates. But who really knows? This is all speculation. We've no idea where our journeys will take us next. The scouring makes sense as it creates a natural pause in the main story. However, is it really big box expansion content? Perhaps not. In that case, Rune and the East is another option. The plight of those people has been well established through the story of Eorzen, Easterling general turned Gondorian ally, who tells us the tale of Sweet Lara and the terrorizing of the Easterlings by Mordor. There was also some kind of cataclysmic earthquake at the end of the war, which we learned of in the Iron Hills region. Easterling refugees and the Zelruka dwarves fled westward because of this tectonic shift, and somehow it's to do with the nameless. This makes the east an obvious place to go and learn more, most especially because the nameless have popped up continuously since their introduction in the mines of Moria all those years ago. Or maybe we're going down south to Harad. The world is our proverbial oyster, and there has been little rhyme or reason to expansion releases since the conclusion of the war and the destruction of the ring. Lotro might set up a story only to conclude it literally years later, so my thoughts on Yondershire could be little more than a guess. Wherever we go, we can trust that the spaces will be beautifully built and the stories beautifully told. Don't the great tales never end? No, they never end as tales, but the people in them come and go when their parts ended. Our part will end later, or sooner. Thank you for listening to Beneath Your Feet. For more information on the show, please visit anchor.fm slash L-O-T-R-O-B-Y-F. Any support, review, a share, a donation is all very much appreciated. Beneath the Feet is also available on YouTube and TikTok. Search for Lotro Beneath Your Feet to listen to past episodes and watch current live streams. You can also join me live each month for the Beneath Your Feet live stream on twitch.tv slash LotroStream. With each show, we dive deep into a particular region of the Lord of the Rings online, hunt for Easter eggs, and talk lore for the upcoming podcast episode. Today's music comes from the Lord of the Rings online soundtrack. This episode was written and read by me, with credit to Bjorman for the topic. Don't forget to check out his video on what's next for Lotro linked below. My name is Shoreless, and we'll see you next time when we go Beneath Your Feet. <laughs>